Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every day, just about 13 minutes, but it gets us into God's Word, and that helps us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also keeps us focused on our relationship with God and helps us to have a more spiritual and therefore positive mindset to be able to deal with life every day. And boy, life throws a lot at us these days, doesn't it? Well, we encourage you all the time to share these short studies with everybody you can. Your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day because you know people in your life who need to turn their lives around. They need to come to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation. Help them get to heaven by sharing these short studies with them. What a great blessing that will be for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about the difference between living a life of hopelessness and a life with real hope. We've asked the question, are you ready to come out of hopelessness and into hope? We're living in a truly chaotic time in our country today but also in the rest of the world. But we live here, so we focus on what's going on right here in this country, and we're living in a truly chaotic time. People are desperately seeking hope. They're frantically grasping, groping around, looking for some semblance of real hope. And many people are living lives right now with a strong feeling of near hopelessness. Well, here's our question again. Are you ready to come out of hopelessness and into hope? Let me tell you, you need hope, real hope. We all do. Hope is kind of a sustaining force in our lives. And it really, if it's real hope, it's a directing force as well, giving us guidance, but also, again, sustaining our life with a positive mindset, strengthening us as we go through each day, dealing with all the things that life in this world throws at us. And there's a lot of things that life in this world throws at us every day and throughout our physical lives. Well, a life lived outside of Christ is a life lived without hope. That's blunt, I know, but it truly is a hopeless existence. A whole lot of people are fooling themselves, thinking they're okay, they're going to be just fine. They're living ungodly lifestyles, sinful lifestyles. They're not faithful to God. They don't even want to think about God because that causes them discomfort. It's an annoyance to them because they know they're not living the way they should be living, but they're doing what they want to do, and they're pushing God out of their mind, and they're still thinking they've got hope. Really? No. A life lived without a life lived outside of Christ is a life lived without hope. And you can't just say, "Oh, I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus." And you say, "That's a life in Christ?" No, no. A life where you really love Jesus is a life where you're going to obey his teachings. John 14 and verse 15, Jesus said, "If you love me, keep my commandments." And as we've already seen, In 2 John chapter 1 and verse 9, whoever transgresses and does not abide in or live in the doctrine, the teachings of Christ, does not have God. 
So you can't push God out of your mind, even saying, oh yeah, but I believe in God, I love God. But you push him out of your mind because you don't want to think too carefully about God and his will for your life because you know deep down you're not living according to his will for your life and still think you're okay? No. A life lived without lived outside of Christ is a life of hopeless existence, a life without hope. We must come to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, not just in intellectual belief, but with a faith that is so strong that we put it into action through obedience. The Hebrews writers speaking of Jesus said, though he were a son, yet he learned obedience through the things which he suffered, and having been perfected, he became the author or source of eternal salvation to all or everyone who obeys him. Faith without obedience is dead faith. Obedience is not just believing. It's obeying, living by his teachings. Well, in Romans 15 and verse 13, we noted that God is identified as the God of hope and that he wants to offer us abundant hope. But the only way we can come to God for that hope is through Jesus Christ, his son, our Lord and Savior. John 14 and verse 6 Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And Jesus said, anyone who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Luke 10 and verse 16. And God sent him. So if we want to tap in to the hope that God offers us, the ultimate hope of eternal life, that hope is only realized through Jesus Christ. We can only come to God for the realization of that hope as we come to him through our Lord and Savior, his Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John 2 and verse 23, whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. Now, Jesus came into this world with a message of hope, a message from heaven, the message of hope, and that's the gospel message. In Colossians 1, we begin reading here with verse 21, and Paul is writing to the Christians within the congregation at Colossae, and he says, and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. Now, somebody might say, well, I've never been an enemy of God. Really? Really? Go back and read Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 10. If you're not living in faithfulness to God, then you're living in sinfulness before God. And that text tells us that Christ died for us while we were enemies of God. How could we be an enemy of God? You don't have to be an atheist to be an enemy of God. If you're living in sinfulness... If on, an, on an ongoing basis, if you're not living in faithfulness to him, if you're not dedicated to him, then that, I think we're to understand, is what Paul means when he identifies those who have not yet become faithful, dedicated Christians as enemies of God because they're in sin. And so Paul, again, 
you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled, brought back into a right relationship to him. How? In the body of his flesh, through death, through Christ's death on the cross, God made the way for us to be forgiven of our sins and thereby reconciled, brought back into a right relationship with him to present you holy and blameless. Because when Jesus died on the cross, he bore the guilt of all of our sins, the sins of all mankind for all time on himself. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21. In the body of his flesh, through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If, oh, here's a big conditional word, if, If indeed you continue in the faith, the faith is the teachings of God's word from the broadest understanding, but from the very specific understanding, it's the gospel of Christ. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. The gospel message is the message that God sent Jesus from heaven to bring to mankind. It is the heavenly message of hope for us. But now that message, again, is centered in Christ. The apostle Paul wrote in Romans 1 and verse 16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The gospel message is the message that Jesus Christ brought to this earth, to mankind. And it is that very message of hope from the throne room in heaven that he had instructed his apostles as he was ready to ascend back to heaven after his death on the cross, his burial in the tomb, his resurrection from the grave, and after having appeared risen to multitudes and multitudes of individuals over a period of 40 days, as he was ready to ascend back to heaven, he told the apostles to go preach that message of hope to everybody, everywhere. Go into all the world, Preach the gospel to all creation. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he who does not believe shall be condemned. That's God's message of hope to mankind. And no message, no ideology, no philosophy that is born of this world offers anything like that hope. The only real hope is in Jesus Christ. And again, a life lived outside of Christ is a life lived without hope. It is a hopeless existence. A life lived that is not lived with God is a life that is hopeless. All hope, real hope, ultimate hope can only be found in God through Christ. But oh, what a hope that is. Have you learned the message of hope 
forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ? We'll study a little bit more next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to recognize that the only real hope is with you through your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So many people all over the world need to open their eyes to that reality, to that truth. But even those who, of us who understand it, help us to keep that focus in our minds and in our lives, to live always for you through our Savior. Help people come to see that if they will come to you through Christ, repenting of their sins, confessing their faith in him openly, and being baptized into him, that the blood at that point that he shed on the cross will cleanse them of the guilt of their sins, and they will have entered into your hope, the hope of being with you forever in heaven. They will have been given the hope of eternal life through Christ. Please, Father, forgive us of our sins. To you be the glory, the honor, the praise, and the thanks. As we pray in Jesus' name, amen.